0: So Jasmine should be joining at three. Um, what, are gonna, what are we gonna say to her like? Well, her so how, how many of you had actually heard of the Youth Parliament? Do you, Do you know what it is?
1: No, no I didn't know
0: what it was. I think they should advertise this more because I
2: never knew this was a thing.
0: I should push, put this in. Schools or something. Um, I didn't know that there was such a thing as a Youth Parliament. So whoever's actually elected is is gonna be your voice for the young people in Bedford to bring up the things that concern you guys the most. So I think it's critical that A, you guys know that this is going on and B, you, you know who these candidates are. There's, I think 16 people have put forward a manifesto so that they can be voted on to be to become a member of the youth parliament. If there's anything that you guys wanna raise, you can actually put forward your views and things to those people. And that's the type of thing I want you guys to talk about with Jeslyn. Well, firstly, t- find out a little bit more about her and why she wants to become an MP and then also how she thinks how she's going to help the community blah blah and then anything else that you want to add really. I think they decide what they want to work on and so can you see them yeah Um, yeah so again I don't know how much obviously Jasmine's going to know about all of these because I don't know how long she's been involved with the um, youth cabinet it's a general election they've got their vision climate change is one of their campaigns, they want to be able to vote at 16, mental health, ending poverty, make your mark, League of Young Voters and EU referendum. So I don't know if these are current campaigns, so I don't know, um, of these, what would you say are the most important for you guys right now?
1: Um, Probably mental health.
0: Yeah. Or climate change. What sort of things are coming up for you around, let's start with mental health, because that impacts everybody what's the question what has been kind of coming up from all i guess it's a silly question why is it important to you but obviously considering what's going on with the economy and schools not in what's kind of has come up or Um, what what are your thoughts or when it comes to mental health
2: right now it's obviously with the lockdown and stuff it's obviously worse isn't it and I feel
1: like a lot more could be done for stuff like mental health, but, yeah. Um, obviously during like, this whole lockdown, man, we don't know what's happening with school and stuff. People start to get like, stressed out.
0: Because is of that,
1: like, the men.
0: Is that been your experience? I
1: don't know, I'm not really stressed out. I no, I you, you, said,
0: you, you said that people have been stressed out. I mean, is, is that- Yeah,
1: yeah because they don't know what's happening
0: so what do you think would or what do you think could help or would help to alleviate kind of you know that stress
1: well if they're cancelling gccs don't give us any tests
2: i agree
1: yeah just cancel them
2: what's the point in cancelling them then
1: (laughs) yeah exactly if you're making us do another test what's the point maybe just do gccs
0: So this is the type of stuff that you guys can feed back. And I think who, who said that they hadn't heard about the youth cabinet. So these guys represent you. They're, they're the voice of all young people in Bedford Borough. So if you're saying that, but if you're saying that you're not even aware that this is a thing, how well, how well are your voices actually being represented? (laughs) Like the... if you don't know. <laughs> right. So when you have things like that, if that's what you think should happen with exams and the tests should be cancelled, that's what you think. This is what you should be feeding back to the members of the youth cabinet so that they can actually take it through to the local councillors and then also for whoever's elected as the um, youth MP, they can actually take it back into the houses of parliament as well. So this hopefully this is gonna be an important discussion. Yeah. Well,
1: go on, Jeslyn. Don't be scared. What now,
0: Jeslyn? Yeah, hello. Hello, thank yeah, you hello. for joining the call. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I just is everyone happy just to do cameras on just so we can say hello and then we could just turn them off just so that we all know who we are? I look awful. Oh, who hello, hello. Welcome to the Youth Voices Connect podcast. Today we're talking to Jeslyn who's running as a member for the uk youth Parliament, the uk youth parliament enables young people to use their energy and passion to change the world for the better the uk youth parliament provides opportunities for 11 to 18 year olds to use their elected voice to bring about social change through meaningful represent, representation and campaigning so just wanted to say thank you very much Jaslyn for taking the time to come and talk to us here at youth voices connect and um, we would love to know all about you and um, why you why you want to run as an MP for the Youth Parliament. So I'm going to hand over to the team and let's see what the questions they have. Okay, so shall I go first? Yes.
1: Yeah, ladies first. So What's it goes. called?
2: Is you called Youth Parliament? I was, was going to just said. ask her to explain like, can you sort of explain the Youth Parliament like what it is and like what you do? Like a brief explanation.
3: Um. Pretty much what Vanessa explained I first found out about it when I went to youth cabinet be- meetings which is more of a local thing in Bedford so I used to go to these youth cabinet meetings and I follow their Instagram and I found out about youth Parliament which is more of um like national it's more national so it's the whole of the UK so everyone in their regions like Bedford Luton Milton Keynes they'll like pick someone to represent their whole like area oh yeah
1: what what made you want to go into the youth parliament
3: because um like you know during pretty much like after george floyd you see people like not only just george floyd just problems around the world you see people like posting things about it and like on their stories and like on their feed but i don't really see much change like it's bringing awareness but to like bring about change you have to use your own voice and go to places where people actually hear you, like in Parliament. So oh, right. sure That's true. That's
1: true. Not like
3: scrolling through his Instagram, looking at what we're posting. We need to like
1: go yeah. straight to source. Yeah, like right. That. So, can I ask, please? Um, you say you said in your manifesto, I've always had it. It's always been my passion to uh, to help other people, not like, to give them a voice, basically, and um, that you yeah, that your voice is basically being shut down. Um, and ignored. So, firstly, how, how did that make you feel? And secondly, um, if you want to, you can, can, can you share that experience with us and help us to understand how it's affected you or how you've come to this, to this, to this decision to, to run for the youth parliament, please?
0: Can I just pause you just, just there? That's a brilliant question. But just for people, obviously, who are not on the call, are we okay just to read out what you've um, submitted for your manifesto? Could everyone yes, me to read it? Or? Yes, if you want, yes, go ahead, please.
3: Okay. It has always been my passion to help give others a voice, especially minority groups, as their voices are often overlooked and played down. I know firsthand how, what that feels like to be ignored and would hate for anybody else to feel that way. I know I can do this because of my exceptionally good communication skills. I am able to word things accurately so my views get across clearly, which will come in handy when publicly speaking. Furthermore, I can also tolerate others who hold different opinions to me, as being respectful is an important value in every situation. The chance to be able to go to parliament excites me as I want to advocate for a school curriculum that is diverse and able to relate to all students, including people of color and the LGBTQ plus community. Doing this will not only authentically teach us the oppression of these people, the oppression these people have faced, but also the amazing things they have contributed to the society. And Going to Parliament to talk there seems like a necessary step towards this goal. I am the best person to be member of Youth Parliament because I have the passion and drive for change in the UK that is essential essential for this role. Thank you.
1: All right. So, uh, <clears throat> so you said in your in your manifesto, um, in your manifesto, what's it? Where is it? Um. I've, it's always been my passion to help others and give others a voice and you're, basically your voice is being shut down firstly how did you come to that how did you come to that decision to run for youth parliament and what were your experience, what were your personal experiences you'd like to share that led up to that, led, that contributed to you wanting to help other people and give the youth of today a voice? Well
3: for the part where I said that I want to help give others a voice, it's like not everyone has the confidence to speak out about the way they feel and the way they, um, you know, their experiences. And I want to be that for them so they can like talk to me and then I can tell everyone because, and like, do it so that I don't change their narrative. So it's accurate and like, it's about them. Like, so to make it personal. Yeah. True. True.
0: But it is something that if you want to get better together and talk about in more depth, let's do that. But can we just focus on Jeslyn and um, having a voice in the Bedford Youth Cabinet that actually represents a broader section of society is what I can see certainly.
3: Yeah I feel like one of the main points I make is that we all have to listen to each other because like during when we were talking about the preschool meals and like here yeah, for us, what, what did we talk about okay just that and like we were kind of arguing I just don't really like that I feel like we should all listen to everyone's Point and try and understand it from their point of view before we start like talking about it. If that makes sense, I
4: agree.
3: I agree. So, as it's easier to like, as it's easier to, I don't know how to say this, but like if we're just always arguing, then nothing will happen because you're always thinking about your next res- response against their argument instead of really taking in that information.
1: Harmony in it, always having a structured like argument you're having a structure to it instead of just blurting out stuff
0: it's a different it's a, it's a difficult i think a lot this is just my opinion i think the whole thing with free school me- free school meals was very emotive and you know going forward if we were to have you know another issue where you know somebody feels strongly for or strongly against um how do we utilize you know people like yourself so that we can get we can have our opinions heard because you know some people will agree some people agree with some people disagree but how can we voice our opinions and what's the process for a young person um, raising such issues with you Jasmine, or somebody or, or somebody within, within the cabinet so that their voice is also represented
3: I feel like they should maybe have a platform for that like a bigger social media space because I know people can talk to me in real life and, and in, and like on Instagram, for example, like they can DM me, but not everyone in Bedford knows who I am. So that would be pretty difficult. So maybe, like I said, I always bring schools into this because that's like the easiest way to talk to young people because everyone goes to school. So tell us a little bit
0: more about what those meetings consist of um, and what happens. Just so if somebody is maybe potentially interested in joining the Bedford youth cabinet. Um, how would they do that? What are the meetings like? What happens at a youth cabinet we- meeting?
3: Look, I remember when I was first going, I was really scared because I thought, um, I thought everyone was going to be really mean to me, but it turns out like everyone there is really nice and lovely and they, and what I really liked about it was they gave everyone a chance to speak. So that was good. First, they start off with, um, like asking us about how we feel and like how we're doing. And then we talk a bit about that. And then they also ask us about open issues, like open issues, like about anything. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about things that not necessarily in our local area. It could be global or like anything, if that makes sense. So it really is a
0: chance for whatever it is that you as a young person that's sitting on that cabinet is interested in you, you can really bring those your issues thoughts views to the table and actually be represented at them at those
3: meetings if I got yeah that. because everyone's always listening to each other and it's just it's a really nice environment even on zoom calls and then the thing is what i really like is they actually take action like you can tell you will tell them an issue like for example i know there was like um something to do with knife crime and they went and spoke to was it, I'm not sure if it was like the police, well, I'm not really sure because I'm not um, I'm not on their team, but it was like, they went and talked to like the police and like people in charge of that to change things, which is what I really liked.
0: Oh, that's, that's really good. I know we, we, we got involved with the 100 conversations that the PCC were holding, Catherine Holloway. So following the Black Lives Matter protests, Catherine Holloway who is the police crime and commissioner wanted to speak to the community particularly the BAME community to kind of get their insight and thoughts on their experience of policing and how policing could be improved which Sky in fact I think you were all involved with those calls weren't you
2: I think Mm -hmm.
0: I think the first one it was just me and you oh no then Max no Max joined later and then Kyron and Max and I think we did, so we did two of those. And I think Prince and Aidan were on those calls as
4: well. Yeah, I was on the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So does anyone else have any more questions for Jasdyn? I want to know anything more about standing for the UK Youth Parliament and or the Bedford Youth Cabinet.
4: I was wondering, yeah, if, you know, if there was one problem you felt like there is with how people treat the Black community, and the lgbtq plus community what do you think it is and how do you think i don't mean in schools i'm just mean in general how do you think we can rectify it as a society or is a government thing or whatever
3: well it's it's just miss um miseducation and ignorance because yeah. of people they just hate these groups because they don't understand understand them yeah if that makes sense so yeah. like everyone says the the key thing to rectify this is just awareness and education
4: Or do you think that's learned from school or like another form
3: school parents social media everywhere
4: okay do you think there's anything the government can do about that
3: yeah like they they do control they do control the schools so all right fair enough um i don't
2: know if this has already been asked but i was gonna ask you like what's one thing you'd like to see, like, the one main thing you'd like to see changed? Like, what's one thing you want to, like, impact and change? Like, I know you said about the school system, but if you're talking about the school system, like, what in particular, like, what would you want to see? Yeah, I can't can't remember if you said it. Curriculum
3: to suit everyone, to to suit, like, the demographics of the classroom. But another thing thing is um, raising awareness about issues all over the world, because... I don't know how to explain, but it just seems like kind of weird how sometimes there are like wars going on in other countries, and we're completely oblivious to it and just continue living our lives like everything's completely yeah. fine in the world when it's not. Because none yeah. of these things would change if we don't know about it.
2: I agree. So do you do you you know like PSHE lessons? Do you think it should be yeah. more like inclusive in that? Do you mean
3: yeah in in PSHE? Like, yeah,
2: yeah. For me, like in PSHE. I can't remember half the stuff
3: they teach but it's never really
2: important like sometimes they do like oh i have to write a cv and stuff but most of the time it's just like activities and like because people don't take it seriously but i feel like they can make it so interesting
3: if they just like broadened it a bit true but they have um we do have more pshe lessons now well actually yeah. we stopped before yeah, yeah. coronavirus, but before we have more like it was, yeah. used to be like once every half term but then it started becoming every two weeks
2: yeah, I see.
4: Um, what do you think is the one problem in with within the young within young people, like the one issue in young communities, if you will?
3: A lot of people will say knife crime, but in my opinion, okay. it's bullying. It's actually oh, bullying. Right. Like at school, it's like even the subtle things. Like everyone's just so mean to each other, and it's kind of just like
4: sad to watch. Right. What Um, what would you do
3: about it? Again, it's just miseducation, especially at home. I'm not sure about your parents, but my parents—they have some very strong beliefs. And I know if I took on board that those beliefs, I would probably be a bully myself. So I think it's just, yeah, it's that like coming to school and also people affirming those beliefs with you, and then, Mm. yeah, things like that. I agree.
0: You said that. Do you want to see kind of more global global news and issues shared within the education system? Or did I misunderstand that? Yeah,
3: um,
0: like Sky said
3: in PSHE. Yes. Um,
1: can, I you, can I ask you something, please?
3: Yeah, go ahead. Um,
1: so if you did end up getting into Parliament, how would you tackle the, the bullying issue? 'Cause it's a very vast and wide issue and little children live what they learn. Monkey see, monkey do. So yeah, how exactly. would you so how would you go about tackling that? There's
3: always there's already like anti anti bullying weeks and things, but I'm not sure to be honest, I actually don't know what I would do unless I spoke to more people who like being bullied and things like that. Because Okay. There's already anti-bullying weeks, but in my thing, they don't even work, and people don't pay attention. No one listens. I just want to find a way to like target people in a way that they understand and like be put into other people's shoes for a second, just to see how it is, how it feels like. But I just how we do that.
0: But that's a brilliant response, actually. Because I do find this is just my personal opinion. A lot of people talk about cha- making change, but actually don't have any effective way of doing that, or even actually communicating with the people that are actually affected. To, so to, to say that you don't know, but then you would actually go out and speak to those, speak to people, I guess is the first thing, so. Um,
3: yeah, it kind of reminds um, me of Sia and her movie. I would- say, You
1: guys have seen that. I would say have more, have more, mm. have more things and kind of like, options and activities open to students not students people that are getting bullied and kind of make it more accessible as well i tell you why because there's things like there's things like mean pages and whatever and and um, groups and clubs where people can go to where they feel safe and and kind of helping them learn how to get around it tackle it whatever would be a step forward so that's my suggestion to you you know this is
3: more like clubs
1: like clubs, um, like drama clubs, drama clubs, sports clubs, boxing, just comedy, whatever. Cause like all that stuff helps helps people grow, helps their confidence. I used to believe, I used to have bad bad stage fright and um, whatever. I used to think all oh, that negative negativity in my head, but I started doing performing arts, and that's helped that helped me with my confidence, helped me speak out, helped me do a lot so I think that's something that you should put forward. Also also I know this guy that works with um that works with someone called Mast, and he's setting up like this mental health child uh, mental health thing with the NHS and it's for people that have like things like depression, anxiety, whatever where they can go and they can um and they can do that like, um acting in theatre to help them like um progress with their with their confidence and their their well-being their mental well-being I'm, I'm trying to get on board with that as well so i can help out but yeah
2: great idea I was, I was gonna i was gonna say something about in terms of like bullying i feel like sometimes people that feel bullied find it hard to like get help sometimes like that's the problem like yeah, about snitching and stuff like that so what i'd say instead of like trying to like help people, I'd say it's better to prevent it overall. So like, I would say from really young, like nu- not nursery, but like young, young, you could like teach it, like teach, try to stop people from bullying. I know it's kind of hard to like do that, but trying to like find a way to make everyone see everyone equal. Cause it's kind of, it starts from young. If they start, if a, a bully normally starts from young, I guess it's like also stuff at home, but going to school and having like workshops like every week to make bullying like a big thing, do you know what I mean, from young, then I feel like it could help stop it. Cause it,
3: I think it is hard to go find help when you're being bullied. And also tell people the different ways bullying occurs because some people mm. may not even know they're being bullied and just think, or think they're just um, really sensitive or stupid and they think, oh, it's not a big deal. Like if I tell anyone they'll laugh at me and tell me to get over it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Great
0: discussion, guys. Some great, great things coming up there. I don't know, Jess then, just would like you to kind of cover um, how the voting process works, how people get involved with the Bedford Youth Cabinet to start with, for those who are interested in, you know, what goes on in the Youth Parliament, how can they get involved with the Bedford Youth Cabinet and also how can they contact you and also vote for you in the UK Youth Parliament elections in 2021.
3: To vote for a Member of Youth Parliament you have to go to surveymonkey.com and the voting rules are you must be aged between 11 to 18 to vote, you must live, work or study within the Bedford Borough. Yeah those those are the rules. Okay. I'll make sure that there's, um, when we
0: post this episode, we'll put a link to the um, Survey Monkey so people could take that survey and also vote for the young person that they would like to see representing them in the Youth Parliament.
3: Thank Uh, you. And then also, also, to to join Youth Cabinet, you can like check out their Instagram, which is youth.cabinetbb, so Bedford Borough.
0: And, and how long, how often do, how often does the youth cabinet meet up? What's the, um, comi- what's the commitment for a young person if they wanted
3: to get involved? It's around once a month. Yeah, yeah. so once a month around, kind of, they will meet up. Except they go out of office during um, Christmas and the summer holidays.
0: So I just have, uh, I have a question, and apologies if, if this was asked or covered, but... um. So in terms of just kind of going into the actual youth cabinet itself, um, I know normally when we're not in lockdown, the meetings are held at Borough Hall um, yeah. in, the, in the council chambers, but ha- how does one get involved with the youth cabinet? Do you have to be elected through the school process or can you just... No, you
3: just turn up, like anyone can join from 11 to 18.
0: So what would you say to encourage more young people aged between 11 and 18 to get involved in the um, Bedford youth cabinet initially to encourage them and why why they should get involved.
3: Um, It's just a really nice community. Everyone there is super nice. And even if you're not into politics or whatever, like, it's just a nice place to be and to talk to people because everyone there is, everyone there is um, respectful and they all listen to you. Perfect. So Jedlyn,
0: you've got, you've got some people here voting for you. I unfortunately can't because I'm over the age of 18. What I would like to do is thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us um, on a Saturday. Um, and I do wish you all the very best and that you are elected as young person representing Bedford at the Youth Parliament because based on what you said today and what I understand on your manifesto, I believe that you make a huge, huge difference.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me as well, that's so sweet.
0: No, you're welcome. And also, um, I I, I feel like we've only kind of maybe touched the surface. So if there is anything specifically that you want to kind of cover or bring up, please be aware that this is a platform that's for young people by young people and the whole idea is that it's for everybody to have, have their voices heard and there are obviously lots of different mediums to, and outlets to be able to do that and I hope this is a platform that you will use should you so want to. And guys can you can we come off mute please because how do we always end a Youth Voices Connect podcast?
4: connect <laughs> mm. stay connected. Stay connected. Stay
2: connected. No. <laughs> stay
4: connected.
0: Guys, we need a little bit more energy. So that, that was the Youth Voices Connect team speaking to Jeslin from the Bedford Youth Cabinet who is running for the UK Youth Parliament, wants to represent Bedford and the young people of Bedford. We spoke to her today. She shared her manifesto, what she believes, what she wants to bring. And we want you to go vote for her. And more importantly, guys, we want you to
1: Stay connected, brother.
0: Stay connected.
1: stay
0: connected.
2: connected.
0: Stay connected.
2: <laughs>
0: Jessalyn, thank Don't you. To- stay connected. <laughs> it, do you know what? It, it works so much better in person. But yes, yeah, stay connected. Jesslyn, thank you so much for taking the time to um, talk with us today. So again, once again, thank you so much, guys. All have an amazing day. Stay connected. Reach out if you need to. Look after yourselves and um, each other. More importantly, please have a nice day, everyone. Well,
1: Stay bye. connected. Bye.
0: <laughs> See you guys. Thank you.
1: My spin is cute I don't know. I not know. Safe guys.
0: Thank you guys. Thanks, Deslim. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much.